there's this budding, this beginning of this family business. And, and we started to realize it's not, you know, business over here and family over there. They're for us, they're intertwined and they're connected. So why would two guys leave comfortable jobs, move across the country and start a business in an industry they don't know, a place they don't know, and could it be successful? We're Dale and Brian Carmi. Join us as we share our story and inspire you to become people of impact. Welcome to the Impact Without Limits podcast. Have you ever chugged a gallon of fermented iced tea? Oh, well, that brings back bad memories. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes we just let those questions hang. That, that one, one. That's that's a little. Yeah. You still I got that taste have. in your mouth? And No, because that taste came right back out of my <laughs> mouth after you let me drink it. Uh, we'll get back into that in a second. Welcome back to the Impact Without Limits podcast. I am Brian Carmi here with my brother, Dale. Hello. And we are uh, just talking through some of our story. And in December of 2005, we had our second annual Forever Line Yeah, but that was a that year was a twofer year. It was a twofer. And that's because uh, we had my the first ever and daughter. second ever conference in the same year. Yeah. So my, my youngest daughter, Ava, uh, was born in February of 06. So we knew that we weren't going to be able to have a conference in that January, February timeframe. So beginning of December, we squeezed one in. So First conference, March of 05. Second conference, December, December of 05. 05. Third conference, not till January, January 07. 2007. And then we started with the Januaries and we stuck. But we uh, had that conference. Uh, so December of 05, it was a really a huge moment for us. We had this conf- conference in Dalton, Georgia, which is the carpet capital of the world. It's where the turf so is made. this was a big step big. up from conference number one. Yes. Conference Huge. number one was in that little room off the breakfast area of the uh, Country, Country Inn and Suites. Um, we had, you know, probably, what do we say, 15 or 20 people there. Yeah. Um, this one, we're down in Dalton, Georgia. We're, we're bringing the team to the heart of the artificial turf world. And we were in an actual facility, the, the uh, Northwest Georgia conference or convention yeah, center something like that. Yeah. Uh, so it felt I, like, felt like a true real event. We probably had 40. Yeah. People. I bet there were 40, 40 50. people there. We ironically, we did stay at another country in and suites. Yes, we did. That's where we <laughs> stayed. But the, the conference, conference was, in was a, not going to fit in that room and the iced tea. I'm just going to tell this story now because I got to get it out of the way <laughs> and try and get it out of my mind. But we had, been here for, I don't know, four or five days yeah, was a doing the week, doing we this conference. Whole, we had both of our families down there. And at the end of the conference, we're like cleaning out the rooms, loading up the cars. Because we drove, right? From Albuquerque out? No. No, we were just going the back time, to the airport. Then we missed. <laughs> right. This is the time we got stuck at the airport. I think it is. Right. We, is yeah. yeah. No, no, this no. wasn't the time we okay. got stuck. But anyway. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But so we're cleaning out the hotel rooms. And I'm, you know, we're carrying stuff out of each other's rooms and, and I go up and there's this gallon of iced tea. And listen, <laughs> we still do not have enough money to let things yeah, go to waste. It, it, right. Well, we had food in the room because we didn't have the money to eat, eat out all the time. Right. So we bought food, we bought 
iced tea. We bought water. And when you're in Georgia, you drink sweet tea. Yeah. And I love sweet tea. And so I know that I looked at Dale and said, hey, (laughs) are you drinking that iced tea? And he said, no. I'm sure he said, go ahead. (laughs) And then he leaves. So I get this gallon of iced tea and I don't have any cups. So I just start chugging out of this gallon jug. And I don't know whether it's three or four swallows into this. Something's wrong. Something isn't right. Like it is sizzling in your mouth. Not good. And then I like stop and I realize that this stuff is, is fermented. And and I look that the gallon jug, it's actually bubbling a little bit. I mean, this stuff was it turned gross. It It had had turned. turned. There is no way somebody should have. I'm just like, Dale, what are you doing? And you have a slightly different version of the story. Well, sure. My version of the story is we're packing up, we're loading everything, getting ready to head down to the car. Nothing's left behind with us, right? If there's a little bit of a drink or a little piece of food, we're taking it with us. Right. And I saw that sweet tea there. And so I grabbed it and I, I don't know if I was going to drink it or if I just checked it, but I cracked the lid and it was like, woof, this was bad. It was like, sniffing vinegar or something so so stop just for a second any normal person out there if they sniffed this rotten iced tea would have dumped it well we're leaving the room so i figured i would leave it for the maids or the cleaning people to clean up so i just put the cap back on and set it back down <laughs> and then Listen, i am you absolutely said something certain. like hey, you- are you taking the tea with you and i said no or you said yeah i think you said do you want to take the tea with you, you want I this said, iced no. tea yeah, whatever. And you proceeded. You knew I was going to drink crack it. That open and chug it. I don't know how you got it past the the whiff test past your nose, and you start chugging that thing. I down was thirsty. I'd was. been carrying stuff. I'd been doing all the work while you were up there, <laughs> just relaxing in the room. Was I don't know. That was that is a and I. Oh my goodness! Whoa, I got that, so sick. I laughed that was really awful. hard, folks. That was a good laugh. Listen, Ty, if you're out there, you know you've been on the ant sandwich side of things. You know, Dale. I delivered the ant sandwich. Oh, he delivered the I ant sandwich. I was the eater. Yes. <laughs> so, so now you owe Ty. I owe Ty. Okay. Anyway, that really isn't part of this. I mean, it is a huge That's part funny. of my that story, <laughs> but just that was funny. We had to share that. So, getting back to this conference. So, we're we're starting to feel like, hey, this is a real thing. We had talked about, you know, Foreverland Inc.'s catching steam. We're starting to focus more on Foreverland Inc. It's becoming and, the thing at, at this time. The end of 05, we have started to have the thought, like you just said, that it's the thing that, hey, maybe we need to sell our local business, Albuquerque, and and pursue this full time. We weren't in the full chase yet, but that's that's churning in the mind. Um, we're, we're working through the website, right? This yeah. is in the midst of com is going to a competitor's website. Right. And if you don't Um, know that, so it was our last episode. We talked about this and we, we kind of told the end of the story because we didn't want to leave a cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. (laughs) Cause he's hanging by a cliff anyway. But we, um, at this moment, right. It's still unresolved. We have dealers. We have, you know, people at the conference and Hey, why don't we have forevalon.com? Why do other people have forevalon? And we're dealing with that, but we're still focused on, Hey, we're moving forward. We're, you know, our website's foreverlandinc.com. It says it right here on our business <laughs> card and our brochure. I don't know why you're going to foreverland.com. Anyway, we did our best um, to address it, 
but to move forward and not let it distract us. Um, we had issues with canine grass. It was a new product. Yeah. I mean, this, we, we were leading up to the release of canine grass. We'd been selling we a, prototype a prototype yep. for the last six months. We were getting our first production run was supposed to be done somewhere around the end of November, beginning of December. So we were hoping that was the big launch here at the conference. And people knew it was coming. Everybody's anticipating it. Everybody, I'm talking about our dealers, our dealers yep. and some of the customers we'd talked to um, in the first production run got burnt mm. and uh, that Mm-mm-mm. may not make sense to you if you don't know the turf industry, but we knitted it. Everything was great. Ran it through the coder to put the coating on and you can't coating get the, is heat, the backing. Yep. Can't get the heat too high uh, in that oven. And it got a little bit high and it scorched the the blades and they drew down. So we had a, a burnt run of canine grass. So there were a lot of, um, there was a lot of pent up demand that was not able to be filled at that point in time, which leads to so pent up frustrations. Yes, it does. Yeah. So we had some frustration from dealers on multiple fronts, um, but everyone was still excited about where we were going. Yeah. Well, we talked in a recent episode about the action. Yes. Right. Action creates attraction. Action creates belief. There was no doubt there was action. I mean, even the, this may sound silly, but the concept of a main competitor stealing our website if we weren't relevant, well, that's exactly they wouldn't right. have stolen that website. So as negative as that was, and as terrible as that event was, there was also energy that comes from that. Yep. And we have more dealers, right? We went from 15 or 20 people to 40 people. We went from probably five or six dealers. And I don't know the exact number at this point. We're probably nine or 10 or 11 dealers. We're starting to build our team at the last conference. We didn't really have any well, at this point we probably still don't have any true forever on people yet yeah, yeah joe yeah, joe, yeah, was, joe was donna was probably still dk donna marketing still been, but but so we're oh, starting yeah, joe was there oh because joe. Yeah, joe gave joe was a keynote there. speech <laughs> um love you joe um but but yeah i mean so so it's excitement right things are happening so with joe it was funny because we're we're trying to figure out where we've also talked, we get national interest. We talked about, um, the, the pet potty place. We talked about, um, sharper image. sharper image. We talked about the movie, uh, some of the people in the movie industry reaching out to us. We're getting calls from all around the country. And some of these are like high profile type. Some chain, chain places like, uh, pet facilities or, uh, daycare facilities. Yeah. And so we're trying to figure out how do you, how do you work that together with, the the relationships we have with dealers, uh, you know, exclusive territories. So the night before the conference, we were sitting together planning and talking through and, you know, working out, uh, you know, uh, who's talking about what and having the different sessions. And it was not planned out the way it is today. Today oh we goodness. start preparing for the conference. 18 months. Yeah. And talks are done and lined up and presentations made. Months. Eight weeks, yep. 10 weeks before the conference here, we would put our stuff together. We'd talk the day before the conference. We'd spend that night putting together PowerPoints or what have you for the presentation the next day. And as we were going through this, Joe just was so crystal clear on how do we deliver this message to the dealers that um, we have opportunities that may bring us into their territory, but we want to work with them 
together to capitalize on this, whether it's a national account or chain or what have you. And, but, we, um, but we can't wait on them. If they're right. not actively pursuing it, we need to find ways to do it. And that night when we were sitting in the hotel room talking about it, Joe was so eloquent. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, that, that, I mean, that's was, a, that's a sensitive touchy. spot yeah. and it's a, um, you know, you, you have to deliver it the right way. And Joe is like an angelic voice. It was like he split it right down the middle where he explained the problem, the challenges, but he understood the dealer's side and it was going to be this perfect path. And we're like, Joe. And, and Joe had worked on both sides. He'd been on the dealer side working with uh, Fervon Arizona and then he'd been on our team at Fervon yeah. Inc. So we're like, we're like, Joe, that, what you just said was amazing. You, what we need you to do tomorrow is you get up and you say that same thing. Whatever magic just came out of your mouth, just say it again. That'll be perfect. Push repeat. It came out a little <laughs> different the next day. Um, you know, when you're talking in front of people, it's it, different. It's, it's hard. It's it really different. is. Sometimes you're talking and you're like, you're trying to listen to yourself as you're talking. What did I just say? And it came out a little bit more aggressive, a little, a little bit, bit more, more like, hey, we're, we're going to be in your backyards. I remember that line. <laughs> You're going to turn You're around. You're going to turn around, and there we for are. There's for everyone. We had I some dealer push. My toes were one. curling. Yeah. The hair on the back of my neck was standing up. That was, it didn't, the delivery wasn't quite what we expected. No, no. But we didn't set Joe up for success. That wasn't fair. But fortunately, Joe did not steal the show for what I would consider the most um, <laughs> toe curling <laughs> presentation. And we had some good presentations too. There was good. There was some, good. There was some meat. But we had a, uh, one of our dealers. So we've known that sales is not a strength of ours, right? That's not something that, that I'm going to speak for you, Dale, but ah, that we are, are incredibly yeah. strong at. And so we had a dealer that was selling a ton of stuff. And so we had this dealer. We thought, let's have him talk about sales, right? So we get this dealer. And, and again, today's conference, the Forever Conference, very different. Right. We, we now like vet things. We look at them before, you know, talks before they go live. This one, we, it was just, we just wound them up and let them go. Yep. Right. And so, um, this dealer starts getting up in front of the group talking about sales and it's not quite the sales message that we would want. It was a little <laughs> bit more of an aggressive sales approach than we use. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember some of the things that were... I remember that when you go into the house for a sales call, the first thing you should do is ask for the restroom and go to the bathroom to assert your dominance. <laughs> okay. I just, I want to pause for a second because that is a real statement that was made at the second forever long conference. It was use your customer's bathroom to assert your dominance before you get into your sales call. Yeah. And because, I'm sitting there because listening animals to that. do that, right? Animals, you see the dogs, you go out, and one dog pees, and the other dog goes and pees on it. And, and as you go to the bathroom on their house, oh. you have asserted your dominance on the place. Oh my goodness, that was cringeworthy. That was the most cringeworthy moment. And then you talked about closing, right? And and again, I, I absolutely am in favor of asking for the sale when you're on site. Needed, necessary. We need to do it. We needed to get better at that at the time. You need to ask for the sale. You need to provide the opportunity for the customer to buy while you're there. That with our product, it's just the way it works in home sales. Great idea. Where I would draw that line is where he went next, which was after you say the price, you just put your pen down and you stare, you stare at, them. at them. And you don't say a word because the next person to speak loses. And you just stare. 
and it gets very awkward. He said it can be awkward and uncomfortable. You just don't flinch. He said it could be minutes, and you just stare. And that five seconds of silence we just had there was uncomfortable for yeah, me. Yeah, it was about a second and a half, I think. <laughs> but so that is the the sales presentation that's being given. And then even pricing, right? He was talking about pricing. And, you know, we're like, how do you set the pricing? Dealers are asking, you know, where, how do you sell? And he says, well, I charge whatever they're going to pay. Whatever they're willing to pay. And we're like, what? Like, what? what? So if you have a shrewd businessman, you, you charge different than if it's like a, an 80-year-old grandma? Yes, absolutely, is what he said. He said, <laughs> if, if somebody's negotiating down and they get me down on price, you know, that's fine. But I'm going to start really high. And if the grandma if takes it, it at the... And, you know, I'm providing a value that she's going to, and we're like, Ooh, that doesn't feel like integrity. So there were some things in there that were, that were off, off center for us. Right. So that was a, a little bit unique, but, um, all of those things, the iced tea. Oh, but wait, wait. there's more. I wasn't the only one that puked at this conference. No. So we have a dinner at a nice restaurant <laughs> and Thank you to the people's family. I believe they paid for I'm our sure dinner. I'm sure they did. They're so they good. took us to the, the it was like it was this train old depot. train, yeah, train depot. depot. Mm -hmm. And we have at this dinner, we probably had 30 Easy. people. I don't know if everybody from the conference came. We had probably 30 people there. We had long table, this big room. And we, so we divided up. I, it wasn't all one table, but these long tables. And we divided up. And we had these brand new um, to our team. Troy and Chantel, yep, who are still dealers. dealers today, but they were new dealers then, or maybe even that was getting ready to be dealers. I can't remember. Now they were probably already on board. And we sat them with Bailey, who happens to be the our sister niece. of our producer, Bethany. To be fair, Bailey is five, five. six at this time. Yeah. Yeah. She would have been yeah, born in six. 99. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Six. Yep. But... Bailey apparently is a little bit sick. <laughs> we didn't know that. And I don't, was it Troy? Troy home owner of Chantel. One of them are sitting with Bailey and Bailey doesn't handle the dinner. Well, throws <laughs> up. Handled about as well. You handled the iced tea and it is all over Troy. Yeah. Kind of ruined dinner. Yeah, It was rough. It was, it was an awkward moment. So, but the amazing thing is Troy and Chantel are still dealers today. You know what? They survived the storms. They didn't let it distract They were battle-tested. They, they could have said, you know what? They could have said, this is ridiculous. We're at this conference. People are peeing on their customers, and people are puking, and I don't know where I'm going with this. This is really getting out of control with bodily functions. But the point is, they they didn't let that stuff distract them. They stayed Ooh, focused they on where the we were headed. And uh, Troy and Chantel, I love you guys. Uh, glad you're still on board guys, with us. it really was a good conference. I just want to say, we're kind of highlighting... Yeah, the bad, but there was a lot of good information. It was a, it was a great event. And, and one more thing happened there. We had a shift, a changing of the guard in California. We've talked about, um, you know, Roger, uh, that was running the Southern California market for us and, and had acquired this huge territory and had a split with his partner. And then, um, this guy, Matt, who came on from Ohio that was working with Roger and, at that conference, there's a switch where Matt takes over and we sign the, the dealership agreement that gives Matt control of all of Southern California instead of Roger. And Roger's still there and involved, but he becomes a salesperson for Matt. And, um, Foreshadowing moment. 
Oof. Yeah. We'll talk more about that later. So, um, it was, it was crazy. I mean, it was a big moment for us. Again, it was our second conference. We're in Dalton, Georgia, the carpet capital of the world. We tore the plant. We have pictures of this. Oh yeah. Where we're all touring the plant. We're all sitting around on the grass, looking at, looking at it. Um, it, it was, you know, the first conference we had was kind of more of this round table of your yeah. U shaped table of just people this talking. This was a legitimate, this was business event. Yeah. Legitimate presentations. I think we had Brian peoples come in and speak. We had we outside speakers. Um, it was a big moment. It was really big for us. And, and, you know, we, we knew we needed it. Right. So the, the idea is why did we even have this, right? Here's this point in time where one, we don't have any money. We're trying to run two businesses and we don't have the money to run either. Two, we're, there's all kinds of stuff going on, right? We've got this lawsuit going on. We've got, you know, stuff in, in Albuquerque we need to take care of. We've got, my wife is pregnant, getting ready to have a baby, um, we just, there's a lot of stuff. So why did we have the conference? Well, one, we knew we needed it for us, but we knew our dealers needed it because we had been where they were. We knew we needed to gather everybody together. And this, you know, has become really one of the, the unique heartbeat things of forever the cadence of the annual forever conference, where we all get together, we all share, you know, make sure we're all on the same page and where we're headed. We're, we're on board with direction and vision, but we're also sharing what's working in one market and the other. And this was a very important thing and it didn't matter what else was going on. We had to make it happen. Right. Yeah. And, and there was one other, other thing. And that was, we had our families there. We did. We went to the movie theater. We did. We watched, <laughs> we watched chicken, little. chicken little. And it was, we, we kind of took over the theater. We have all these little kids. I remember coming in to a pretty nice, clean theater, leaving. That thing was in disarray. There was popcorn Our everywhere. Kids, they were hard on that theater. There but, was popcorn everywhere. But it was, um, it, you know, this was the inclusion of our family into our business. And our mom was there. Yep. She came down. I remember this one, Lori's mom and stepdad came down to that conference. I remember Ken was there. Obviously Bailey was there. Um, Ken was not part of our business yet. He was, I mean, he was He's always, always been around been associated in a part of it. He was, he was not a not forever officially. long team member. Correct. And it was just right. There's this budding, this beginning of this family business. And, and we started to realize it's not, you know, business over here and family over there. They're for us, they're intertwined and they're connected. Yeah. I, I, the, the Fervon conference is so, it's such a neat event. I wish, you know, I, I wish everybody could experience it. Uh, um, I, I love it. It's still, you know, one of my very favorite times yeah. of the year uh, today. And it's a lot of work today. <laughs> I mean, so much more than it was back then. But again, this is a moment where we knew if everybody's on an island, if everybody's doing their own thing, you kind of drift. This is an opportunity to, to get on the same page and recenter. And it needs to be a priority. So you know, kind of the takeaway as you're looking at this, you know, we're sharing our story, but, um, you know, I'd say it's a couple of things. One, you're going to deal with problems. You're going to deal with storms. There's going to be stuff that comes at you. You can't, you have to deal with it. Yeah, you have you to can't, address you them. You can't hide from them. But you also don't allow them to become your focal point. If your focal point becomes the storm, you're going to veer off course. Your focal point stays where you're headed, that goal, that, that desired future. And then as these storms, you battle them and you deal with them head on. Um, you know, I was thinking back on a, a quote with, with dad, um, from his moments with Fred, 
um, you know, don't go looking for trouble, but when it comes, you meet it head on. Yep. Right. And, uh, I think that's what we did and we, we stayed focused on where we were headed. Um, and then two, like things didn't go perfect, right? This was a very important conference. It was a very good conference and there was a lot of good that came out of it. But man, we just listed five, six different things <laughs> that were kind of like, Whew, those, those were, we could have been any one of those points said, oh man, this is bad. We shouldn't do this. This is rough. We didn't. We, we did the best that we could. Um, it certainly wasn't as polished as our conferences today. It wasn't as, you know, the, the most well-oiled machine, but it was still beneficial. It still accomplished what we wanted, creating right. that unity. Yeah. So, so look for the good, whatever you're going through, um, challenges, struggles, what have you there, there is good in the midst of that. So, so be aware and be looking for it and, uh, doing that going through, right. Addressing the problems, but not focusing on them, finding the good. Uh, it allowed us to, to be successful in that moment and help us build our belief and drive forward this business on where we were headed. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, for you, hopefully you, you found value in that and hopefully you found some joy in some of, uh, our misfortunes and, and troubled stories, but, uh, you know, hopefully it helps you to realize there might be moments where you need to push forward, even if it's bad, even if it's things aren't exactly the way they, they should be. It's still good to move forward in the midst of all those storms. So, um, thank you for joining us. Uh, we look forward to keep continuing this story and, and walking through uh, what happens with you. But uh, again, if, if you're new to this, I would tell you, go back and listen to, to some of the previous episodes. I mean, it, there's a, there's a lot that we build on, so you don't have to necessarily start at episode one of season one, but man, there's a, kind there's of fun. Quite, a lot, a fun quite a bit out there. <laughs> and then secondly, uh, invite a friend. We can love you. If you're enjoying this, um, invite somebody to join you on impact without limits so go out and have a great week guys and see where you can make an impact this is the thread Army reminding you that faith looks up hope looks ahead and love looks all around to see whom it can help good day